Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Dangerous World Podcast. Been about a week since one of these episodes, right? Do the new show every week. Uh, getting back into releasing the Monday Night Master Debaters. They hit 100 over there, so that's pretty dope. Um, but I found some pretty wild stuff. And, and before we get into the episode, there is uh, an individual trying to reach out. Uh, I tried to email you and this is uh canine i'm referring to so canine hit me up somehow either instagram email something like that i tried to email you back i saw your review uh talking about targeted individuals and whatnot and your inbox is full so you didn't receive that email but i did respond um and yeah man i wanted to talk because that whole you know october 4th thing that everyone was freaking out about if you listen to the news show you knew not to be freaked out about it it's just one of those things that comes around and it seems weird and conspiracy people like us blow it out of proportion sometimes and um you know like i said we we were saying nothing's gonna happen this is a really regular thing some people were saying it lasted 20 minutes i did not experience that um it was a normal like amber alert type situation where it gave you a single notification lasted two seconds and then that was that um but i know some people you know it, it happened earlier uh, like two minutes early at I think uh, two eighteen Eastern time instead of two twenty. All kinds of different people talking about different things there, and what's kind of creepy about that is that um, FEMA says that they'll know how effective the notification was after about four months. Um, this is from their site, even where they say that. So you know, you could take that as, well, did they do something to us, and we're going to start seeing that. Uh, you know the full effects and all this stuff four months from now or are they trying to collect the data and they'll have all their information in four months I tend to think it's the latter um, but it got me thinking what a, what a great way to really fuck with people right to really mess with people targeted individuals maybe making everyone a targeted individual and I want to talk about some of this technology that is in place to to potentially do some damage with something like that I'm, I'm again i'm not saying that anything happened with this i think it was a normal thing but nonetheless there could be some nefarious kind of i don't know infrastructure that they're setting up through that kind of thing or whatever you know they could it's provable that electronics can absolutely screw with your head um, alter your DNA and I'm going to talk about that stuff specifically there's this type of electricity and I'm probably butchering the exact pronunciation but piezoelectric um, and there, there's effects that come from this and we're going to talk about that it's a weird weird thing uh, essentially taking our normal bodily functions uh, heartbeats blood pressure things like this and turning it into energy and it's really low amounts of energy but also it gets compounded with wearables like the apple watch that's so popular um so i want to talk about that i want to talk about some body area network information this is basically you know as opposed to a wide area network with satellites and all this shit it's turning each individual body into its own network right instead of using bluetooth you're using dna in people to to transmit signals and it's freaky it sounds fake but it's real there's real proof that this stuff is out there things like project maven um crispr gets in, involved with this uh what other ones i'm kind of skimming through my notes here project salus um going to talk about all kinds of different things and then of course the digital kill chain which is um used in cybersecurity. it's pretty freaky and then i want to talk about some uh, kind of wild weapons 
that um, could fit in with this. So I've got a lot of stuff. It's going to be all over the place. It should be pretty fun. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it. But um, I want to mention, you know, the housekeeping up front here. Obviously, you know, been a little less active, but trying to change that, trying to at least do the one deep dive a week. And then obviously you get two other shows, the Monday Night Master Debaters a week late. And then um, the lovely Conspiracy Underground News Team show, which is a big hit with the with the kids out there. Um, Check out all those patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast is the way that you get full versions of episodes like this uh some bonus content i actually do want to expand on this in a separate episode where i'm just going to basically go through terms that uh targeted individuals should know um and and people that feel you know and sometimes there's some wild people that that think that they're targeted um and i'm going to explain why i think a lot of them are lying not all of them there's some people that are absolutely targeted but I think only certain people can be targeted because why wouldn't we all, right? Why wouldn't every conspiracy theorist be targeted? Anyone that says fuck the government, why wouldn't they be targeted? I think right now they don't have the technology to target everyone that they want to target. It's only certain people that are more susceptible. Maybe blood type comes in. um, Maybe something with DNA comes in there. And those are some things that we'll throw around. Uh, but yeah, that, that bonus content is on the Patreon in that middle tier there. But $3, you're getting access to all the full episodes. And there's a long, long list of episodes in their entirety on there for only $3. Um, DangerousWorldPodcast.com for all the merch. Okay, t-shirts. I'm actually working on a, a bringing back an old design. Uh, it's the Orwell design, a, a, a real crowd pleaser want to bring that one back and then of course the conspiracy soap is on there too that's fun stuff man people have been really liking that we did some repackaging um so instead of getting the plastic wrap package you're getting it in um like the cardstock almost like a box not quite a box but a sleeve we'll call it so uh it looks nice it looks like professional shit and it's high quality it's natural stuff it's good for you and um yeah, so check that out. Conspiracy Soap on the uh, the link tree has all the information for everything that you would want to check out. And, of course, Pure Pet Wellness. Enter the code uh, DWP for 20% off for awesome products. I actually use the balm for my knees and my shins when I run. Um, it is animal product, but it's human grade. So you can use it for yourself, too, even if you don't have a dog or a cat that needs some CBD. Um you can use that for yourself there. So let's get into this. I don't want to beat around the bush too long here. I want to turn and burn this episode. I'm recording it on the 6th here and putting it out for you all later this afternoon. But I mentioned this piezoelectric stuff, right? Now, the piezoelectric effect uh, converts mechanical strain into electric current or voltage. Not anything too crazy here yet, but this can come from all kinds of shit, including the human body. Uh, it's not conspiracy at all. It's actually provable this is really basic stuff that's even on wikipedia when you look up piezoelectricity um now when you do look this up you'll learn that it's a type of electricity that gets stored in solids we're talking crystals ceramics and stuff like that but again piezoelectricity can accumulate and be stored in dna it's technically a solid right it's it's very small and this is where kind of nanotechnology comes in um and the accumulation process is reversible so that's kind of interesting to think because if you can be charged up so to speak you would think that you could be drained too so if they're putting energy into you right and and it's storing in your dna they would need some kind of process to extract that energy that they're that they're kind of putting into people right and it sounds woo-woo-y, it sounds strange, but again, this is all like really straightforward, real scientific shit that's on Wikipedia. Um, I know that we don't really like the uh, scientific word here, but this is facts. I mean, this is real shit. And they're admitting to it, and there's a lot of military programs that fit in with this. There's another interesting fact about this type of uh, energy here, and it's that it comes from small sources with little power. It's way too little to power anything real. Uh, you're not going to power cities with this type of electricity. You're not going to even power a car or... I mean, it sounds like a potato clock, essentially, is what you're getting uh, with this this amount of energy here. Um, but the reason it's gaining some attention, from what I've seen, is that 
you've got defense contractors, DARPA, things like this, um, and, and they're getting more. They're they're focusing more attention on this because if there was millions or billions of these little devices all working together, it could be a free-ish perpetual energy free for them not for us of course we're still going to have electricity bills and they're going to kind of use this against us in some way of course right but they list wearable ingestible harvesting devices like watches or pills but they obviously are not going to mention any injectable technology right if it's ingestible it would be injectable as well right if you're having millions or billions of people injected with technology right it, it could potentially help aid in this whole process of of basically using humans as battery cells and it's a freaky idea it's real matrixy right but uh again this is kind of where piezoelectricity seems to be going and there's a lot of money that's going into it and i think if you can kind of look at it from a conspiratorial perspective again Wikipedia not mentioning injectables, only ingestibles, because they don't want your head going in that direction. It can be taken in a pill, but if it can be taken in a pill, why would it not be able to be injected in a vaccine, right? I mean, it's going to change your DNA. That's what it mentions here right off the bat is using DNA to store electricity, that luciferase, uh, graphene oxide, all that shit. But they don't want you realizing that it could potentially be in the vaccine. That's what mRNA does. It changes your DNA. It's, it's, it's interesting to think about, at least. I'm not saying this is def- like definitively what's going on here. But there is a, a kind of a paper trail and, and some kind of patterns that you can point out. Um, you, you'd think that this is all really new because these vaccines just rolled out. But this is pretty mainstream i mean this has been researched since the 90s to think that it's around 30 years old at this point is pretty wild um again it seems like cutting edge technology using humans as batteries but i mean the matrix came out in the 90s right so they've been looking into this pretty heavily and as i mentioned darpa obviously leading the charge here uh in in trying to figure out how to exactly nail this down you got your usual suspects mit places like that and they've invested recently into using the human body to generate electricity and most of the methods seem harmless like using an arm and a leg uh movement uh shoe impacts on the ground you know creating smart shoes and things like that um but i mentioned earlier blood pressure could be used to generate electricity when you think when you hear blood pressure as a source of this type of electric energy it makes you wonder just a little bit right and the dna is scary enough but you know when the blood pressure thing comes up that really tripped me out because you know the american diet and high blood pressure go hand in hand and you'd think that the higher the blood pressure the higher the energy output right so it almost is like is our diet created to eventually get to this goal we know that like the cosmisms and the trans rather the cosmists and the transhumanists they go way back you know to the early 1900s if not the 1800s and maybe this is all kind of set up to to create high blood pressure and create an entire society with high blood pressure so that you know you could potentially exploit this later on I don't know. It's just, again, it's a theory, something to think about. But yeah, the blood pressure thing really stuck with me. And I'm thinking, because everyone knows someone with high blood pressure and probably, I mean, you know, not to talk shit or anything, but probably a good percentage of you out there listening have high blood pressure. Maybe you have to take medication to keep it in check or whatever. But again, I just thought it was incredibly interesting. You you wouldn't think that blood pressure could be a storer of energy or or create energy in some way i guess everything creates energy but still uh wild concept there and i was looking into this concept and there's a group called vibe v-i-b-e that it doesn't seem to be working on this agenda anymore this piezoelectric agenda anymore but their logo is weird when you see it their logo is literally just a six it's a white six in a blue circle uh, kind of weird. It has nothing to do with vibe, right? You'd think that they would have a V. Um, 
I don't know. I, I guess I'm looking at the the word vibe. Roman numeral six is in there, but then you don't have B E anywhere. So just a straight six in a circle is Vibe's logo, and they were part of this. Uh, this sounds fake, but it's real. Again, they were part of a vibration energy scavenging project. That's main focus was to actually manifest this technology and implement it in society, not only taking energy that humans create naturally in their bodies or by movement, but also pulling all this kind of energy and electricity from natural environments and animals. Okay, so nothing seems natural about this. It actually seems really kind of evil when you talk about using nature to just generate power for you, right? Obviously, solar and wind and water energy and all this shit, right? I forget the the proper term for water energy, but it is real, but it's kind of passive. You're just using wind. You're not taking animal movement and, and potential energy exertion from animals and using it to power things. You know, it's like, fucking just leave nature alone. Why can't we do that? But we're trying to tap into that. Um, instead of using, like, more mainstream, or not, I guess not mainstream, but, like, totally harmless ways to generate electricity right copper and and crystals like it mentioned earlier right um but you know back to kind of that that concept of the vibrational energy scavenging project which just sounds dirty darpa created something called their manta ray i don't know if you've heard of this manta ray it's pretty wild but it's kind of tough to find information on it but it's basically a little submarine that looks like a stingray and the plan is to make this thing be able to go on unmanned missions for months and months and months at a time, potentially years at a time, just float around out there, swim around in the ocean and do military shit. It was talking about it could, uh, you know, set mines down and do all kinds of, you know, weapons of death, basically. But they're they're kind of disguising it as this thing where it's going to be a modern marvel where this little droid will just be swimming around in the ocean collecting data using i guess kelp or maybe salt in the water or something to just give itself perpetual energy and this is it's freaky because it's gonna it's gonna be ran off of ai as well so it's gonna be doing its own thing but then you know i i guess these people would be programming it to potentially come pick up bombs and then go set them down in the ocean if that was needed right seems like war is kind of getting away from actual bombs and bullets and things like that and it's going to be used with more like lasers and you know frequencies and things like this so with with darpa creating this thing it's i mean it's it's seeming to be ahead of the curve now china and russia absolutely their ai uh, is mostly used for surveillance and for military things but the u.s is kind of leading the ai arms race when it comes to military theirs is more used again for surveillance there's no limits on facial recognition and things like that in china um there is here but the government still kind of gets around it and does shady shit anyway but uh yeah the manta ray just think about that something i mean multiple versions of this manta ray swimming around in the ocean it's not an organic life form it's a robot that's just essentially swimming for months and months and potentially in the future years and years at a time it 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 seems apocalyptic it seems like this could like it's like what could go wrong right um something else with this piezoelectric technology is that it's used in these coming smart cities quite a bit when uh you know this line city got created it's i guess starting uh construction and they're they're doing this in saudi arabia there's all kinds of less flashy ones that are going to be going up all over the place tucson signed up to do 15 minute cities maui and lahaina it looks like that was the the goal of those fires there was to set up a smart city and they're going to be using this piezoelectric technology through these these film led and this is kind of a tough word to pronounce here zirconit titanate is the mineral i guess or the compound but it's essentially a, a, a very thin film lead zycarb zyre let me take that again zirconate titanate doesn't really matter what the name is but if you're curious you could try to spell that out z-i-r-c-o-n-a-t-e um 
you could type that in and you'll you'll get the the second part of that there um but yeah zy zirconate titanate I'm, I'm like motivated to get that word right without having to stop in the middle there but this this titanate is essentially a thin thin layer that you put under concrete and impacts from feet or vibrations from tires on the street would generate electricity and then again with this piezoelectric technology and the the specific type of electricity it stores in solids so it'll store in that titanate and then they can pull it out and they can use it to power like it seems like again one percent of a city so they're they're taking all of these wildly impractical ways and methods and making it seem like this is how we're going to power the future right you need all these rare earth minerals you need all this shit to put in these smart sidewalks and smart streets along with everybody else wearing watches potentially they're also injecting or ingesting some kind of technology that's going to work in tandem with all this stuff and it's not going to power a full city so why is there so much focus on this technology why go through all this trouble if it's not going to actually make a benefit to society it really isn't i i think that i was seeing projections of like 20 percent. it could aid in like 20 percent of our electricity usage um just by generating this stuff so why go through all the trouble why spend billions or potentially trillions realistically trillions of dollars on these rare earth minerals putting them all over the place so that they can collect energy from our movement it's it can't be for for generate generating electricity it just can't it's got to be for something else and that's kind of where this whole conspiracy comes in i think it's going to be used as a weapon against us right um these dumb woke idiot people that are going to feel so good about their marginally less energy usage aren't going to be asking the questions like where did this shit come from what adverse effect does it have on the environment right because they care about the environment almost more than themselves what adverse effect does it have on the environment on nature with all these frequencies out there it's got to fuck with birds and even bugs and all kinds of things and what effects it going to have on our nervous system i think these are valid questions why are we still paying electricity bills if we're doing all of this and if all this money goes in obviously i'm not speaking now i'm speaking as future woke idiots why are we still paying electricity bills because you know the electricity bills are still going to be there they still got to get money from you somehow and again there's provable more efficient less expensive and less damaging actually maybe healing ways to create perpetual energy but zero mainstream efforts going into that you've seen the stuff some people are doing in this whole podcast world the crazy canuck has done some really interesting things shout out tyson um he's been doing some really cool stuff with with copper and quartz and getting some pretty damn interesting results results that you can't really argue with i mean what reason does he have to lie about that you know what i mean what reason would he have to say dude this copper shit works you know he doesn't have a fucking company that would make money off of this right uh and he's not the only one that you know i i know matt's really into it uh from the great deception right um he talks with another matt that uh has a pretty pretty large platform that talks about the reality of copper and and crystals and things like that and how they can generate power and how how it can actually help uh and and possibly be a healing thing rather than a harmful thing these wi-fi frequencies that we have in our homes i don't know the science behind it right this is kind of a scientific episode but believe it or not i mean i am not a scientist I, i really don't know how harmful these things are for you but it's proven that the copper and that these other ways are are actually beneficial you know supposedly they used to be able to power buildings with like long rods that like would get shocked with lightning and then they would kind of rig this up some way to where the lightning strike would power a building for like weeks or months at a time maybe even longer again this is something you'd have to kind of check with these new world or i'm sorry old world researchers more like matt and things like that um or not things matt's not really a thing he's a person he's a human being but um you'd have to check with people like that about the actual efficacy of all these different types of technologies that were used in the 1800s and then our history has been manipulated and changed so much that we really don't know about this stuff so it seems like a an old-fashioned way to do it 
but maybe it's a better way. Maybe it's a healthier way. And to the point of why would, you know, Tyson and why would uh, Matt and why would all these people that are familiar with uh, electroculture, the reason, I mean, obviously they have no reason to lie about this stuff, but there is a heavy reason for internet companies and medical companies to lie about the effects and the the actual, you know, benefit why would we use this this Wi-Fi? They would lie about that because it goes in with their agenda. So that's always something that you got to kind of pay attention to here. You can't just uh, blindly follow these things. And I know that we know that as a whole, but unfortunately, you know, the masses really kind of fall in line and it's sexy technology. It sounds cool. You can power a city by taking steps on the sidewalk or driving a car it's literally not going to put a dent in this. That's why I think it's being set up to be used as an eventual weapon. But uh, let's get back to it here. So following this idea that the technology is being used against us and it's going to be used in the future as a weapon, right, rather than just, you know, puppies and rainbows and uh, helping the environment. I, I, It's stupid. I think it's foolish to think that when it's pretty much provable that all this stuff is not going to power buildings, right? So if we're sticking with this idea, and if you're following me along, there is this concept of the body area network. It's referred to as a BAN. And this falls into these different computer network types. I mentioned there's wide area networks. Uh, Those are the largest ones. And then the nano networks are the smallest. These are like interbody. The body area network seems to be like on the surface and inside. And then you have nano, which is like DNA shit, right? This is like DNA computer networks. It's a freaky concept, but it is absolutely real. It's something that is, um, it's not science fiction. You can go and you can uh, search on your your Google machine, computer network types, or you could just type in body area network and you'll see all these different WAN, RAN, BAN. They have all these different ones and the BAN, Body Area Network, is what we're kind of focusing on here for right now. Nano, I think, is farther in the future. Maybe not. I Again, not an expert here, just kind of doing a little research and, and sharing it. You'd think the, the larger the scale of these electric signals and like the wide area network, you'd think the more radioactive or, or harmful these frequencies would be, but it's the opposite. The less the distance of the signal travels... Or, or did I say that right? The less, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> I'm overthinking it here. But yeah, the less distance that the signal has to travel, the more harmful it is. That's yeah, Unless it's specifically designed to be harmful, I'm talking, you know, direct energy weapons or something like that. But um, this is why people were freaking out about 5G. 5G doesn't really travel as far as, you know, 3g or 1g or any of these other things those were much less harmful and they were more effective there was less infrastructure so it had to reach farther but now you've got 5g transmitters and towers all over the place because they can't travel as far so when they move into 6g which we'll talk about in a second when they move into 6g everything has to have a bluetooth or a Wi-Fi signal, and then there's other, you know, potential future alternatives to Bluetooth, which are freaky. It, it goes into the body area networks, but everything's going to have to be connected. That's the Internet of Things. Um, there's going to be transmitters in everything. Your toilet. It's gonna it's gonna collect data from the dumps that you take, and that's not even a joke. Like I know uh, <laughs> we we fuck around here on the show a lot, but yeah, it's. It's wild. And then that's, this information is going to be reported to your insurance companies. Um, it's going to potentially be used against you, right? If you if you have too much of a certain, I don't know what they call it, not chemical, but uh, if something's off with your poo, they're going to use that against you. They're going to say, hey, uh, you need to be taking this. Your insurance price is going to go up, whatever. There's all kinds of ways. Uh, that's just my favorite example. Obviously, the smart refrigerators, the computers are already smart. The phones are already smart. The TVs are smart. You can have smart couches, right? How And you can always think, too, how would they, like, what, what would benefit the government and these data collectors from having a smart couch? Well, again, your insurance could change depending on how much time you spend on that couch, right? It's going to be pinging off the uh, 
signal that your watch is giving, right? When you're sitting on that couch, when it feels the pressure of your ass on the couch and it's pinging off of your watch, it's going to say, okay, this dude's standing when he should be jogging, right? Or moving in some way. And it'll know the difference between you and your dog because your dog won't be wearing the damn watch. So it's not going to be pinging off of that, right? So there's all kinds of different ways. You can you can see it practical in all different walks of life. I don't see a table being smart, uh, but they have the smart meters, right? How, how much uh, greenhouse gas are you emitting? Uh, the smart refrigerators I mentioned, all kinds of different smart technologies, and you can you can think why would they be used? What data could they collect from a smart chair? Um, what data could they collect from a smart plate, smart cup, all kinds of things like that? I mean, a smart plate that's getting freaky when you can see like what food was on there, what uh, how healthy are these people eating, and things like that. Now, I'm going to rattle off a few different groups and different kind of concepts and aspects to this whole thing. There's the World Economic Forum's under the skin surveillance narrative that they're pushing, right? This goes in with body area networks and nano networks. And there's that 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 infamous clip of Yuval Harari, who I did an episode on a while ago. I mean, we're talking two, three years at this point. Um, I heard about him from, I think, Whitney Webb. Does that sound right? Uh, I forget some of these people's names, but yeah, Yuval Harari, this freaky atheist dude that, you know, he's a gay atheist guy, I believe he's Jewish, um, he's like the, the right-hand man of Klaus Schwab, the advisor to Klaus Schwab, so kind of like, you know, a real evil dude's evil dude here, and he's very smug, I, I, I mean, everyone here at this point has seen the guy, and he's strange, he's a strange character, but that infamous clip of him talking about how humans think that they have a soul and that we're all special beings and we have free will, it, it, it's all bullshit in his mind. And that's where he was talking about this under the skin surveillance. It's one of the totalitarian agendas coming from the World Economic Forum. And Yuval is the face of this, right? And I found a good list of all kinds of items related to this transhumanist agenda here. I wanted to go through them some more on how they're going to be able to target certain people with these technologies just going to go over these uh because it's more more scientific than the show's normal level and to be honest i threw this episode together in just a couple of hours here i had some free time uh last night and i I really did want to get out some content and uh this is something i wanted to talk about and then like i said when i saw someone reaching out to me about targeted individuals someone that i do believe and i want to talk with them um you just got to find a way to contact me. I tried to email you, dude, again. So email me back. But uh, the the first thing I'm going to mention here is the CRISPR case nine. It might be Cas nine. Uh, I read this information. I don't uh, I don't listen to videos or podcasts or anything. So CRISPR we're familiar with, and then Cas nine, C A S nine, no space, right? Just the number nine. This is a protein that plays a vital role in the immunological defense of certain bacteria against DNA viruses and plasmids and is heavily utilized in genetic engineering applications. Its main function is to cut DNA and thereby alter a cell's genome. In simple words, it changes DNA, okay? This is important for this. If, if they're trying to program our DNA to be more efficient in holding energy and electricity that they can extract it would need to be changed you would think right maybe it's got a little bit of the susceptibility to do that right now but if they want more they need to alter the dna hence the injectable which they don't mention they mention ingestible but hence the injectable technology that recently just came out and i found a little more on this uh cast nine stuff than just it basically changes dna it's a quote this is a quote It's an enzyme that uses CRISPR sequences as a guide to recognize and open up specific strands of DNA that are complementary to the CRISPR sequence. So it has a knack for finding these weak points, I guess, in DNA and changing the specific strands so that CRISPR can complement the DNA more, right? Can can work and fit in with the DNA more. 
Now, this Cas9 enzymes together with CRISPR sequences form the basis of a technology known as the CRISPR-Cas9, which can then be used to edit genes within organisms. So what it sounds like to me, I'm just a dummy, remember, what it sounds like to me is that once this Cas9 CRISPR shit is in your DNA, it kind of works on its own to further its agenda, which is making a CRISPR entity, right? So I don't know. It seems like AI DNA. It seems like cyborg shit. But what it really is, the the end goal of this is, I believe through this Cas9, the elite will become immortal like they've always wanted to do. They've wanted to figure out massive life extension and possibly even immortality. And then they'll turn us into cyborg slaves to feed the system. Now, hopefully we'll all be long gone. Everyone listening to this will be long gone by that point. But who the fuck knows, really? I mean, they're, they're really, I mean, it's full steam ahead because, you know, Klaus Schwab wants to get in on this. He, you know, he's really pushing the agenda. Yuval Harari is probably young enough to where at the older, uh, you know, later stages in his life, he could get in on this. Klaus Schwab probably out of luck, though. You know what I mean? Unless they already have this technology and they're just trying to make it more mainstream. You see it in movies like Get Out, right? It's not as deep as this it's really just hypnotizing someone and taking their brain out and putting it in your body right that's all that really is but you see it in movies right you see it in in all kinds of different elements of pop culture this idea of living forever and it's more scientific it's changing dna so that the brain transplant isn't necessary right which i mean brain transplant it's not going to work like that you can't just throw someone else's brain in your body and have all their memories uh, or can you? That's the question. But AI-driven healthcare, this will be another concept of this. You may not qualify for certain life-saving procedures if the robots don't agree with your politics or they don't see a purpose for you. All of these different things fit in with the CRISPR-Cas9, um, this whole body uh, body area network, the whole piezoelectric technology, all this stuff, it's going to, I think they call it, what do they call it? F- something pseudicals. And I'm sure that I, I have it in my notes somewhere. But this AI-driven healthcare is going to be a real problem too. And it fits in everywhere. All this stuff goes together. Um, there's this National Geospatial Intelligence Agency's newly acquired project, MAVEN, this is something that I mentioned in the intro. Project Maven, uh, which is signed over to the DOD, from the DOD, rather, um, but it was halted by Congress, and this uses AI to help with military operations. So they want AI to do healthcare and military at this point. Going to do things like uh, assist in drone strikes, actual war fighting stuff, which I think is becoming obsolete, but we'll, we'll you know time will tell with that. It's interesting with this Maven shit, you can see back in 2018 that Google actually turned down the re-upping of the contract because people were kind of up in arms that Google was helping fight wars, right? Um, people have this image, especially the woke tards, they have this image of Google being this you know benevolent company that look how much they've helped, look what they've given us. And yes, they have made life easier in a lot of ways, but at what cost, Right. People are getting dumber. People are dependent on their products. And they're getting a lot of data from the, the people that are using all their products. I mean, think about it. They, if you use Zoom, they literally have an alternative to Zoom. They have an alternative to everything. They've got a calendar to know what you're doing. They have uh, Drive to know what kind of files you have to a- have access to your files. They have, I mean, shit, I can pull it up. Let's see what all they have. And then I'm going to lose my space. Uh, they have Gmail, obviously. They have Drive. They have Slides. They have Meet, which is the the Zoom version. You've got Chat, no big deal. Sheets, important work documents get get uh, uploaded through there. We actually use it in my day job. Um, contacts, know everybody in your life, right? Forms, no big deal. Uh, so those are just like a few of the simple tabs there. But yeah, you get the idea. They have a ton of shit. Um, and oddly enough, all their logos kind of have something to do with like Masonic shit. The Google Play looks like the sigil for, I believe it's Satan or one of the demons, if it's not Satan. But yeah, it's like the, uh, 
the Aleister Crowley symbol too, right? So they got a bunch of these weird ones in there. And Google's just trying to get information. So it, it, it is something, it's something to to note that they didn't want to be involved with Maven because it was too bad for their image, right? So again, this National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, they call them NGA, and um, oddly close to NGO, right? A non-governmental organization, non-governmental agency. But this is um, this is who's taking over Maven right now. And there's information that comes out that under the Maven project, the U.S. military has tested this technology, this AI technology, on the public here. They've done it for years uh, on its own military members. This is no secret to us. But when you hear about Skynet from the Terminator, that's this. This is what Maven is. This is like the real world name for it. So they prefer us to call it Skynet, right? Because it, it makes us sound like we're watching too many movies and we're digging for things that aren't there but the name of their version of skynet is maven so use that when you talk about skynet maven and then you know obviously you can look into this a little more i'm just giving you the pieces here and uh yeah maven maven just think of maven as skynet and last i heard amazon and microsoft are affiliated with maven as well under the geospatial intelligence agency so again the dod gave it up they passed it on to maven um google said it was too too nasty for them so they they didn't want to deal with it and uh your good old government's taking care of it so that's fun right we also have bill gates's patent 060606 crypto patent right here right um if you forgot what that was or you weren't ever really clear on what the patent related to it's an implantable chip that rewards one for activity with with cryptocurrency you get cryptocurrency for jogging around or some shit now again put on your conspiracy hat here why in the world would bill gates who makes billions literally billions of dollars off of sick people why would he want them to exercise and be productive i believe that it's to condition people to relate activity to income so when they start collecting data off of your movement and collecting energy off of active bodies, we won't see it as any kind of problem because we're getting paid, right? I don't know if you've ever seen the Black Mirror episode where all that all the the people do, everyday folks like you and me, ride stationary bikes all day to power the world and power the city. This is where I think the real motive is. I think the 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 difference in the real world is that we think our bikes are powering the grid, right? If this was a real life scenario, we think that the bike would be powering the grid. Someone has to be on a bike. doesn't matter if it's a robot or a person, but I think that the real power is not the bike. It's the person in that scenario. Again, with heart rates, with blood pressure, when there's technology in us and our hearts are beating faster, that might make the power the power grid work rather than just a spinning tire that we think so i think it's conditioning that's why i think bill gates is trying to relate activity with income and movement and exercise with income it's it's a, a psychological operation to an extent it's it's pounding it in the heads of people hey you need to move and moving is good not only is it good for your heart and good for your your body and all this shit it's good for society it powers society this is again thinking in the future it's just my theory okay but yeah i think that the power will not be coming from the, the technology it'll be coming from us um and the technology that they inject into us but we need to move and i think that the bikes would be a good distraction for that so something to think about there's also the old phoenix program from vietnam which um, an important part of that whole program was creating soldiers who could kill in like a sterile depersonalized way with zero remorse uh, not only that, but torturing with zero remorse and even joy. I saw a horrible picture when I was looking at this of, um, it's like three, I mean, young looking American men, right? Soldiers in Vietnam. And they were waterboarding a little Vietnamese dude uh, just in, on the ground. They're all laughing too. I mean, one dude's holding a cloth over him. Two dudes are holding him down. And uh, the guy holding the cloth over the dude's face is pouring a water bottle over him, you know? Um, awful stuff. I mean, it, programming people to be able to do that and enjoy it is 
It's not just repeating messages, right? If they can create soldiers who enjoy doing horrible things to other humans, how could you not realize that that's what they're doing to these cult members that vote blue no matter who, right? How many people have you say blue no matter who, right? My co-host is like that a little bit. My old co-host, Brandon, right? Um, it, it seems like a cult. And to their point, the Trump thing was a cult too. But this blue no matter who shit is wild. And I think that if you can create soldiers that, that will kill and enjoy, you can do this with everyday citizens too. When people laugh at a MAGA hat wearing dude, who gets jumped by a bunch of you know people that don't like maga <laughs> um when you're laughing at something like that it gives that person a chance like give that give that individual the opportunity to have some power over these maga hat wearing people i think that they would torture and kill them no problem and they would enjoy it right i don't know if you remember the during the news uh cycle during that whole trump era they were saying like why don't we just drone strike trump supporters on the news they were saying that so then you have these idiots that are hearing that and they're shaking their heads or nodding their heads rather there's probably some kind of electromagnetic signal that's coming out from the tv when these people are hearing this and it's connecting with these brainwashed idiots and it's not just a matter of Yes, I'm hearing a repeating message over and over again. There's got to be some kind of electronic signals that are interfering with these people's minds. And it's making them want to to cause pain to people that just slightly disagree with them on some things. So I think that's a scary concept. I think that, that that's another part of this. Um, some people are going to be susceptible to wanting to torture individuals. Some people are going to be susceptible to just giving up. Um, all of their freedoms and and I think that these frequencies might work in different ways for different folks but nonetheless I think that there's going to be some kind of serious effect of all this propaganda and this brainwashing it's uh, my bottom line with bringing that up that last part with uh with with um Phoenix I'm sorry was uh they're testing this technology out on kids that go into the military innocent at first and then turning them into killing psychotic machines, right? They're doing this to society as a whole now, I believe. They're making us really hate each other. I mean, yeah, I see more racism on, uh, and not against me, by the way. I'm not saying like I'm a victim, but I see racism like crazy on Instagram. And that's the, the main place that I spend when I'm on social media. I don't do TikTok. I'm sure it's on TikTok too. But I see a lot of racism. Anytime you see a black person like, raising hell of some kind right you go through the comments and it's like it's always them uh you know horrible like nasty racist things that i don't really remember seeing a couple years back so it's 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 climbing and i think it's it's actually moving in that direction exponentially people are starting to hate the other side so to speak more and more because and that's good that's good for the system it's bad for us good for the system because if we start hating each other if i'm white and i start not liking black people that's great for them because then I don't realize that the enemy is rich white people. And I'm talking elite, elite, elite white people, elite black people like Obama, right? Um, and, and Big Mike. We can't forget about Big Mike. Moving on here, though. Um, and I'm sorry if this seems ranty, guys. I, like I said, I'm just kind of throwing all kinds of these different things at you and letting you kind of uh, come to your own conclusions. But there's this Project Salus as well, S-A-L-U-S. And this features drones watching everyone think along with health metrics uh, being tracked and real-time kind of data feeding to the DOD's uh, Cognitive Technology Threat Warning System. This is the C2TWS. Again, Cognitive Technology Threat Warning System. These are things, again, you can look up all these things. Again, Project SALUS is what this is under, S-A-L-U-S. And it's watching our biosensors. It's watching you from the inside out with the body area network. This is part of the infrastructure. Salus is feeding into this. And guess what? This has been around since 1969. This is not new. Okay? 69, Vietnam era, a little bit, right? So you get a lot of this um, really, really interesting stuff. When did Vietnam end, by the way? Was it 70-something? I'm going to look that up real quick. I should know that, but I'm not a big uh, history buff. Yeah, 75, April 30th. 
So, I mean, yeah, this is towards the end. I mean, this is when shit was really getting wild. But, yeah, they, they test out Salus and they test out checking on people's biometrics. Of course, they start with military and see how it works because these people literally sign a contract to give their lives away. So they test on them. And then once it's good, they roll it out to the public. 69, that's years. I mean, that's decades ago. Think of where Salus is today. There's not much information out on it unless you want to read like tons and tons of PDFs, which, again, had just a couple hours to get this episode together but yes this has been around for decades um and it's undoubtedly still being improved and tweaked and worked on so that they can roll it out on massive scales and again maybe it's possible that things like that october 4th fema fcc notification could play into this it could be a test for something later that's what the whole purpose of a test is right I think that the scariest part about that October 4th thing was not that we were going to turn into zombies. We never said that on this show. I just want to be clear about that. If you don't listen to Cunt, Ghost and I both talked about how nothing is going to happen that day. No one's going to get sick. No one's going to turn into a monster. No one's going to do shit. It's just a literal test. After learning more about this stuff, I think that it's probably they're lying about what it's testing, right? It's not a test just to warn us all if something was going on. It's a it's a test to see how well this infrastructure can be rolled out. And if they wanted to do some kind of harmful frequency, we they need to make sure that it works, right? So that's that's what I'm getting at with that. And I think it falls in line with the body area network because it's on your person, right? There was a few people that turned it off. To be honest, I don't think you turning it off did anything. I think that it still went through to your phone, Um they still know where you're at. You know, the whole idea of turning your phone off when you go to sleep, you're still getting the radiation, right? Um, that's how the government can still track you, even if your phone is dead as fuck. So, you know, if you were to try and commit some kind of huge crime and just turn your phone off, they're still able to find you. You'd have to literally, like, ditch your phone in order to... I'm, so I'm told. I've never done it, okay? But, yeah, this is the the problem with... Uh, with that stuff so again not to go off on a tangent there but salus uh getting back to salus it actually worked against the uh dumb elites who were trying to tell us that the unvaccinated people were making up all the covid cases back when that was a thing and it might be a thing again here soon but that's going to be the main thing that you find if you type in project salus or operation salus whatever i refer to it as project salus uh, when you look that up, you're going to see that it showed that the opposite was true in that case. Um, it was it was all COVID uh, injected, or not COVID, but uh, vaccinated people that were showing up. And it was testing, I think, Medicare patients. Um, and it was just AI that did it. And they were trying to use Salus to, to prove that, you know, the un- unvaccinated are, are causing the pandemic to continue it showed the opposite was true and imagine that imagine that all of us uneducated dummies were saying that the educated folks were out there and we'll set a different f word the educated folks out there were saying that it was us the unvaccinated were causing the problems the opposite was true right and salus actually worked against them it is artificial technology it doesn't just work how the programmers um artificial intelligent technology rather i I left that out but it doesn't necessarily always work in the benefit of the programmers right so it told the truth in that circumstance and that's actually a good thing but i'm not going to let that distract me from this being a really harmful end um i don't know the the proper term i'm trying to use here sorry it's still early here but just because it does one good thing i'm not cool with my my biometrics being tracked by drones um, again, this is under the Cognitive Technology Threat Warning System under Salus. So I think that's a really important one. And mo- most of what this does, it's more passive. It-, it doesn't really do too much with, you know, warfare or attacking. It mostly collects data. It can do things like predict uh, traffic jams before they happen, uh, which isn't too terribly difficult. I mean, if you're somewhat intelligent you could do that after a sporting event there's going to be a traffic jam um if a lot of people are heading a certain direction or a lot of people are getting off work at the same time there's going to be traffic jams so it can do things like that and for a computer to do that yeah it's it's definitely interesting but not that impressive i would say 
but in war zones it can the the applications kind of vary here um it can find safe zones in a war zone it can identify military bases that are better equipped for certain scenarios and it seems to be more of a defensive thing rather than maven's uh offensive approach right where maven can be very offense uh determined where salus is defense right so those were a few things there that we ran through right um something else that i came across is uh this concept of a kill chain it's a military concept related to the structure of an attack and it consists of a target identification decision and order to attack the target and finally the target destruction so lockheed martin came up with the cyber kill chain back in 2011 and i think that this could be used um against people i mean they talk about this with computers it's it's disguised to seem like something that the military would only use against enemies and it would never do it to its home citizens but we know that that's rarely the case i mean they'll do it if they need if they need to do it and i talked about the whole digital cloned world in uh, a couple episodes back a few episodes a while ago actually um did a couple episodes on it but this digital world that darpa has with realistic versions of each of us in order to predict what we would do amazon works with them a few big tech companies work with them and they feed darpa data and they have clones on all of us in there just to see how we would act now i don't think that this digital world is actively supervised by the powers that be i don't think that um every single one of us is watched in there right i think this digital clone world is how they terrorize their targets right whoever their targets might be these targeted individuals some targets might be random right i see um i kind of seem to think that it has something to do with a specific trait again because why isn't every single person that says i hate the government i'm gonna vote this way i want my own freedom i got a homestead um i'm off the grid why wouldn't they all be targeted these are prime targets for these people that are trying to break away from the system those people would be the targets i think it has something to do with a specific trait maybe a blood type maybe something uh in their dna that makes them easy to attack or more easily hackable in the words of yuval harari um it's got to be the case though and and, you know why not do it to everybody and and make them all act the same way why not make us all act like uh why not make us all line up for shots why not make us more gullible um i don't know it seems like they can only do this to certain people i think it's the npcs these people that we call npcs the ones that just line up for like i said shots uh vote a certain way blindly follow the transgender agenda right what a what a weird kids book that would be by the way transgender agenda it's a little alliteration in that uh, and I'm sure that that's going to be a book that comes out soon. But I think that these NPCs are the hackable ones. And ironically, these are the ones that they don't need to hack. I don't know. Maybe maybe they actually program them that way. But I think that there is absolutely a portion of the public that is more gullible and therefore, I think, hackable. Um, there's, there's people that, that I don't think that this stuff would work on even in 20, 30, 40 years from now. But it is a real thing. So, you know, it's, I don't put that information out there to scare anybody uh, about this cloned world that DARPA has. It is provable. I mean, there, there's a paper trail to this this world that you're in, right? But I think if you haven't already been kind of targeted, I don't think that they're able to do it. They might try to work hard. I mean, why would I talk about it if I thought that I was, you know, at risk for being, you know, digitally tortured or... Uh, hacked or whatever you want to say I, I think that we're safe if we're not already fucked with but i do think that they're they're working on improving that technology so potentially something to be worried about in the future but well that does it for the free portion there guys if you want to hear more on projects and operations funded by the military and department of defense relating to this future technology head over to patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast and uh hope that you enjoy it we get into some weird stuff and some uh weapons that are actually real as well that kind of fit in with this so hope to see you there thanks for the support we'll talk soon
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.